0: Hello brethren, you're welcome to Live in Jesus. My name is Jika Yangzi, and today we'll look at the message, distractions. Um, what is it about distractions? You know, what does it do to you as a believer? What are distractions? And um, I love to call them purpose killing machines. I love to call them time wasters. I love to call them delay devices. You know, they they derail you from, from a focus, you know, from purpose, from something that you have set out to do you know from something you've set out to achieve now the dictionary meaning of uh, distractions says that it is from a verb to distract which means to divert the attention of now once the attention of something you know is diverted from its original cause or focus you say it is distracted hallelujah so you could have someone driving and that's why they will say, don't text while driving, because you're driving, you're focused on the road, you're focused to your destination. You have where the road ahead of you, that's what you have in mind. But then the phone rings or a text message comes in and then you pick up the phone. At that moment, you're distracted and anything can happen at a, you know, within a split second. And that's why you're advised not to do that, because the moment you do that, you lose focus. Hallelujah. And so you can't see what's ahead of you, what's about to happen. You can't perceive anything. All where you have your mind is on that phone, because now your attention, your time, is is channeled towards something else. And at that point, that thing is of less importance, because the key thing is the staring the road. Hallelujah, which is even more dangerous. Hallelujah. And so that's what destructions are. And a lot of people have lost their lives in situations like that. So it is obvious that there are spirits that are responsible for these things. And the motive is to cause the righteous to not achieve their purpose. Now, Paul mentioned in the Bible that the that he presses towards the mark for the price of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. You can check that out in Philippians 3.14. There's a crown. You know, we aim towards as the righteous and the devil will fight you tooth and nail to ensure that you don't get it he would fight you dirty to ensure your soul becomes lost He his his fights are you know unfair and dirty he never fights fair hallelujah never does the devil fight fair he will use things against you hallelujah just so you can fall he is a cheat hallelujah Now, but he will never win as long as you do not give him the permission to win. As long as you don't give him that room to win, he will never win. Now, let's look at areas where you can be distracted, like I said. Amen. Um, Virtually any area, any area that is of interest to you, any area that catches your fancy or any area that tickles your emotions, you know, and has you bursting out with inexpressible feelings, you know. Um, These feelings are not wrong, but what causes it can be if it is seen to be taking the place of God over you. Whatever it is, name it. If it's taking the place of God in your life, at that moment, shifting you away from from, from purpose, shifting you away from an agenda in line with the word of God, then you're distracted. You're heavily distracted. I don't care what it is. Hallelujah. Praise God. So now, for some, it could be money. For some, it could be the opposite sex. Hallelujah. For some, it could be wealth and riches. And for some, it could be power. Others, it could be material things. Hallelujah. People have different fetishes. Hallelujah. It could be different things. And, you know, and the list goes on. Amen. But as long as it is keeping you, because. Our, our, our aim is to is to ensure that the kingdom of God is established upon the surface of this earth. Now, if for any reason you're no longer committed to that agenda, then there's a likelihood that you're being distracted by something or someone. Hallelujah. Now, let's look at our text. We might not be able to read in depth the text, but we it's a common story. Hallelujah. That's where we start from. Second Samuel 11. Hallelujah we will begin from verse 2 i will just read just a bit of it now that's the story of david and Bathsheba. hallelujah verse 2 says and it came to pass a marine king james version It says and he came to pass in an even evening tide that david arose from off his bed and walked upon the roof of the king's house and from the roof he saw a woman washing herself and the woman was very beautiful to look upon and david sent and inquired after the woman and one said, Is not this but Sheba the daughter of Eliam, the wife of Uriah the Hittite? Hallelujah. 4 says, And David sent messengers and took her, and she came in unto him, and he lay with her, for she was purified from her uncleanness, and she returned unto her house. And the woman conceived and sent and told David and said, I am a child. Hallelujah and you can read all the way down hallelujah but here let's read the the last verse amen the last verse is here 27 it says and when the morning was past, david sent and fetched her to his house and she became his wife and bare him a son but the thing that david had done displeased the lord hallelujah we know the story found this woman bathing hallelujah um and then decided to pursue as if that was not enough decided to have her husband killed hallelujah this thing displeased the lord how is it that a man after god's own heart you know f- could find himself displeasing god all because he yielded to destruction amen now for clarity's sake distraction is different from temptation because temptation is to provoke someone to do something wrong. Um, or to entice a person. Hallelujah. Or to attract by arousing desire or hope. So it's it's a bit different from distraction. But today what we're looking at are distractions. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Now, David saw Bathsheba bathing. She didn't come to seduce him. Hallelujah. She was just going about her business. But here was King David who beheld her and rather than ignore, he followed through. (laughs) Hallelujah. Very typical of distractions. Amen. So, the Bible says that the woman was very beautiful to look upon. Now, for it to qualify as a distraction, it must be enticing enough to steal your attention. It must be able to catch your attention. That's the key thing. Because once your attention is is gotten then it has you, hallelujah, you go where your attention is. Your mind, your body, everything about you moves in the direction of where your attention is. Hallelujah. Now, David could have ignored or simply asked God for strength or just walk away, but he followed through. What kept inspiring his actions were the image of the woman he had conceptualized in his mind. Now, that was the key driver. The image of Bathsheba that he had formed from day one when he watched her having her bath was what drove him till he killed her husband, till he lay with her, killed her husband, and then took her in as his wife. And God never said a word, kept quiet until David finished all those acts. The Bible says that God was displeased with all of these things. How is it that a man, after God's own heart, could do such a thing? Hallelujah. The power of destruction. Now, Samson and Delilah is another one from Judges um, 16. Amen. From 1 to 20, you can also read that. Samson uh, was a judge in Israel. And God had given him great strength. Great strength, you know, to help in defeating their enemies. And then all of a sudden, um, this man lost touch of purpose when he opened up and then was busy giving his secrets to a woman he loved. How is that possible? Those secrets were meant for you to keep and not to be shared. Because the moment that happens, you lose. The enemy begins to use that against you. Hallelujah. Samson was in love loved Delilah to a point where he he didn't he was no longer thinking clearly hallelujah this was a man who would wipe out enemies he was a terror to the to the camp of the enemies but all he took was one woman a distraction hallelujah that's all he took now his love for Delilah was so strong that the enemies saw it as a loophole and used it three times did he see the signs You know, that this woman didn't mean well for him, but he chose to ignore it because he was consumed by his love for her. How he perceived and saw Delilah in his heart was more important than his assignment, amen, that God has given to him. And it cost him dearly. It was so bad that when the Philistines were cutting off his hair, Samson was lying, you know, uh, placed his head on Delilah's knees fast asleep. He slept so soundly that he didn't see the enemy attack. I mean, that's what that's what destruction will do to you. It will keep you in that spot. You would you will sleep so soundly right there that you would all your spiritual senses will be cut off. You can neither see nor smell nor perceive. Hallelujah. Because all your senses are trapped. You've been held captive because you have presented your members to the wrong thing. Hallelujah. Let's also look at Demas in the New Testament. Hallelujah. Demas was a man who walked directly with Paul on the missionary journey. Amen. You can look at that from Philemon, Philemon, hallelujah, 1 verse 24. And then you also come to Colossians um, four fourteen. You see where Paul was sending his greetings to the church in Colossae. Amen. So sending Demas's greeting to the church in Colossae. But however, this same dedicated follower and crusader of our Lord Jesus Christ was seen in 2 Timothy 4 verse 10 saying that Demas forsook the gospel for worldly things. This guy had labored in the field. Yet when the things of the world pressed themselves to him, He also presented himself and fell by the wayside. He got distracted and found a different purpose to pursue. He no longer was pursuing the agenda of Christ. You would wonder, someone who walked closely with Paul, how is it that worldly things were able to catch up with you? Distractions. Never ever underestimate them because they are as powerful, more powerful, than you can, you know, think or imagine. The littlest one you would think, you would see, you would think that, oh, it's it's, it's so minute. I mean, what's what's the big deal? The big deal there is that that thing, it's like an iceberg. At the top, it looks very tiny. But beneath, that's where the huge mass is and can drown you in a second. Hallelujah. Jesus, the son of the living God, said, My meat is to do the will of the Father who sent me. And finish his work. Now it's not enough to do the will of God, but to finish it. That's what that's the crux of the entire matter. Hallelujah. So in Demas's case, he kept doing the will of God, but he didn't finish. He didn't end well. Hallelujah. Because he was distracted. Praise God. Now, anyone can be distracted, like I said earlier on. Now, no matter your level, whether you are the bishop level, whether you are You know, no matter the level, praise God, anybody can be distracted. Now, the key is to not present yourself. For in presenting yourself, you yield members of your body, spirit, soul, and mind, you know, to these things. As a believer, we are only allowed to present our bodies on a daily basis to God Almighty, not to anything else. Hallelujah. Because whatever it is would ensure that you fall. When you present yourselves you know, to any destruction, sin, or temptation, what you have done is to submit to it. Your mind then captures that moment and begins to internally build on it. Now the edifice which it has built, hallelujah, now forms a stronghold. And begins to drive your actions. It will drive it as far as you can imagine. Now, the next phase is the form, where you carry out the act itself. Now, at this stage, you are already held captive by it, and retracing yourselves will only, you know, take more more time. Hallelujah! It will take more than oh, I'm 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 no longer interested, or I mean, I'll I'll just stop here. No, it, it, it would take more than that. Why? Because your emotions have been tied to it. Now, what could be done would be to present yourself to God. For what you yield yourself to, you become a slave to it. So, represent yourself to God by asking him for forgiveness and then you confess it. Now, ask God for strength and guidance to move on and also in the right direction. Now, you begin to take it one day at a time, leaning on Jesus for strength. Because Jesus himself, the Bible lets us know that his strength is made perfect in our weakness. So it is when you are this weak that Jesus' strength is the highest, is the most perfect. So where else would you rather lean than the strength of Jesus Christ? Hallelujah. Now, Don't make the mistake of leaning on your own and thinking you can do it yourself. No. You will fall and you will keep falling. You will keep falling and you will keep falling. Hallelujah. You must remember that it is not by your strength and you need to lean on Jesus to be able to overcome. And it is not something that you do once. Hallelujah. It's not something that prayer just does once. No. It is progressive. Hallelujah. Now, Depending on how deep you entered, amen, it will also determine how long it will take for you to come out. Hallelujah. If you can't tell me if you've been distracted for two years and then you think one day will come, you pray in tongues for one day, ask for forgiveness one day, and then boom, you're out of it. That's a lie. Hallelujah. You are bound to fall again. Something that has taken you that long is bound to take a long time as well for you to be able to come out of it. It is a gradual process. But you don't dwell in condemnation. Hallelujah. Always remember that. You're the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Praise God. So, I don't know who it is that is being distracted. Maybe this is for you. Hallelujah. Not maybe. This is for you. Hallelujah. You're the reason why. You're the reason why. Um... This message is coming out today. I would ask that you come to God in prayer and ask him to help you. There's nothing he cannot help you overcome. Praise God. And so today I ask that the Lord will strengthen you and give you wisdom to overcome whatever temptation or whatever destruction, hallelujah, that you're facing at this time. So that you can achieve the kingdom purpose that God has given to you and I. Hallelujah. Stay blessed. I'll see you next week. Amen.